This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. It's time for the JJO Morning Show 646 Fix. Talk dirty to me. Please. Greg has a floater. Uh, Sex Fix brought to you by our equipment Dodgeville. Looking for a new piece? Our equipment Dodgeville has hose. Yanmar track hose and mini back hose. Call the Barrier Deep experts at our equipment. 608-935-9355. 608-935-9355. Check out the letter requipment.com for the entire Yanmar series. Splendid. Uh, Audrey. Yes. What is going on? Do tell. Okay. Do tell. <laughs> so <laughs> I need some advice on how to tell my husband and like be supportive of him still that I'm not cool with the fact that he's gained, like, 100 pounds over the last two years. I mean, like, not even joking. Like, he's gained, like, 100 pounds over the last two years, and he's huge, and I'm not, like, into him anymore. I don't – I'm kind of grossed out, and I don't know how to, like, tell him, like, this isn't going to work. Does, did he, like, start a new medication or something? How That is a lot of weight. No, I think it's just, like, I don't know if it was COVID and, like, being isolated sure. or whatever. I don't, you know, but he's just, like, food has become his, like, thing. Like, when he's bored, yeah. when he's upset, when he's happy, when he's whatever. Like, he eats for any reason. And now I think he's just doing it to piss me off. <laughs> it's a weird flex, dude. <laughs> He rolls upstairs with a pizza in his uh, in his uh, robe pockets. Right. Eating pizza in bed. <laughs> digging yes, digging Cheetos exactly out of his belly button. Uh, wow. He's eating to spite me. It sounds like a terrific relationship. Are you? Well, s- it was fine. It was fine. Uh, uh, what's he weigh? I guess he'd be about. 290, 300. Oh yeah, you're you're at that point where you have to make a big decision in your life. Am I going to weigh 500? Right? Am I going to go to 500, or am I going to tap the brakes? It, it's like right now, right. you have to do it right now. It's how so tall bad is he? For you. How tall is he? Is he, if he's eight feet tall, it's fine. No, he's like, I think he's five eleven, six foot. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's large, and it's not muscle. <laughs> no, no, it's absolutely not. Like got, Arnold, you know, Arnold was in, creases in places. Arnold so was about five yeah. ten, and he was not. That was two ninety, but it was pure muscle. It's different. Yeah, that's that's a big difference. Um, how old is this fella? Uh, Thirty-eight. All right. Yeah, he's got a. He needs a Mediterranean need a, diet. Come to Jesus meeting. Well, it's just so bad for you. I mean, his. His numbers can't be good. His blood pressure oh, no, has to no, be no. crazy. Well, the, the, your problem is it's not exercise that's going to do it. It's it's what you're eating. 90% in the kitchen, dude. Totally. Well, I mean, do, you like, yeah, you, you can, do you know how to cook? Do you know how to cook? Do I know how to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to cut him off after 12 toasted cheese grilled sandwiches. <laughs> so <I> just, <laughs> out of bread. Sorry. Gosh. You're going to have to start uh, uh, hiding the bread. Okay. Just the bread. And the spaghetti and the potato chips. Well, you used to hide the meat. I did. I had my meat, my meat cave. Uh, I don't, I, you can't make him do anything he doesn't want to do, but. Right. 
I mean, even if he's not, he has to be having some sort of self-esteem issues as well, I would think. Yeah, I, I do think so. And that's why, like, I don't want to make him feel worse because then he's going to eat more. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not so eating. I don't really know how to be like. So it's not eating out. It's just eating everything. It's eating in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in and out. It's. I mean, like, and I don't like. I, I want to be supportive. I don't want him. I don't want him to See, feel like he has to go like sneak and get McDonald's and eat. You know, cram it into his fat face in the car. Right. Okay. You know what I mean. Right. See, you're at that. You're. He's at that critical step where ten thousand steps, if you believe in that, <sighs> some don't. Is is going to be unachievable. He's going to go to 350, and he's like, screw it. You get to, it's a, that tipping point, you oh, know, yeah, when dude. we talk to fat people all the time, mm-hmm. people that try to lose weight or, or try to gain weight for a living. Yeah. We talk to them all the time, and they just they they just surrender to it. They don't care. Yeah. So you either I gonna, mean, it's going to get. I, mean, like, I want them to care, obviously, but I don't know how you make someone care. Right. Well, and the older he gets, the harder it's going to be to lose that weight. Yeah, well, hurt, like he could hurt himself trying to exercise. I mean, like you can bust your knees if you get too fat and you try to exercise. Well, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get rid of the sweet stuff. You're gonna have to not yep. buy crap, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to either put a lock in the pantry. Or you're gonna have to close the kitchen at six o'clock. Period. What if you do this whole thing where you're like, okay, I am uh, for myself. I am doing meal prep and planning exactly, and so that way he kind of has to be part of it. You know what I mean? So you're making the dinners, they're healthy, you're not having the junk in the house, you're, you know, you're having the healthier alternatives, the protein bars instead of the candy bars, stuff like that. And that way it's like you're doing it and he's just going to be along for the ride. And if he wants to go to McDonald's and cram it in his face, (laughs) there's nothing you can do about that. Now now you're in this psychology. You've got to motivate somebody. You can't, you can't just... uh, verbally abuse them right and call them a ho-ho face i mean now now you've got to do subtle motivation what if you planned a vacation uh like a year from now where it was like a like a hiking like a physical vacation so he would have to get his snit together yeah i could yeah we could do that see they're not even having sex you can't even he's not even burning calories having sex anymore do you have sex i mean no i mean he he crushed me no <laughs> I mean, if you want him to have, like, I mean, I mean, I guess, like, certain uh, positions, you could just, you know, not do anything. But that, again, you're not really burning any calories that way. She's lost. For me. She's lost that love and feeling. Damn, girl. Oh, Damn. that love and feeling. Bloated feeling. Oh, oh that's, uh, oh, it's so frustrated. It's it's yeah, like at this point it's ninety it's one hundred percent diet right now. You can exercise all you want. It doesn't matter if you're crushing calories. Doesn't matter what he's out doing. Makes no difference. You yeah. gotta you gotta start with stop chugging maple syrup. Period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the only way to do it. Hang on. I have uh, previously fat people on the phone. Hang on a minute. Hello. Yo. So I got some advice. I was up to like almost three hundred, and now I'm down to like two forty. Nice. Thirty five. And I felt like absolute wow. crap. Yeah, it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. And then uh if he doesn't if he doesn't stop, he's gonna get diabetes like right at forty. Sure. 
for sure. That's right. so much weight to put on so quickly. Dude, I'm six four. I got up to t- a couple of years, like eight years ago. I was up to two fifty five, and I felt like a giant sloth. It was the worst I've ever felt but in my you, life. Were you like lifting? Was it Mm-mm, pizza? <laughs> Got it. And beer. 12-ounce curls. 12-ounce yeah, curls. Well. It's the worst I've ever felt. I told myself, never again. I'm yeah. never going to feel like this again. Yeah. Uh, For sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, it's going to take so much self-preservation to do it. How did you do it, dude? What did you do? Um. Well, I just like decided one day, I was like, hey, I've, I don't want to feel like this fat anymore. And I started slowly working out. And then, uh, actually, oddly enough, they that I had diabetes, and then that uh, it actually helped me lose weight. <clears throat> but like I think it's a, her- a, a hereditary thing. What was that? Like the diet that you had to be on because you had diabetes? Um, yeah, they, they put me on a strict diet, but... Um, okay. The I think the drugs actually make you help help you lose weight too. Sure. But okay. my 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 mom's side was like loaded with diabetics. I don't think I really ever had a chance to not get it. Right. Okay. All right, dude. Uh, hey, congrats. Yeah. Good yeah, job. Man, you even good sound job. you even sound sexier on the phone. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> All right. I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get out of here quick enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's he's got to want to do it on his own, but the the portions when you go out and eat are not for individuals. <laughs> They're for family of three. It's insane. Seriously, you got to split that stuff. We do it all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. It's the only way we eat now. We go out, we split entrees. That's what we do. Like our, well, it was. 28 bucks for a grilled cheese, so we split that cost, figured into it a little bit. But, I mean, you just feel better. You walk away feeling better. Like, oh, my God, if I would have ate, we would have ate two of those, we would be dying right now. Yeah, or, like, wrap it up for lunch the next day. Uh, uh, I'll wrap it up. I got to go. So, I just wanted to say there might be a depression component in this. Um, depression and then getting fat and then feeling crappy about being fat and then eating more and it's sort of cyclical so she might want to talk to him about seeing a, a therapist sure. and getting some of this out too because it sounds like he is just binging and if it started with covid and and the pandemic there's unresolved issues that he's not going to be able to get away from until he deals with it in therapy or with drugs I mean, there's got to be a component where you feel sorry for the other person. He's like, hey, if you can't beat him, join him. Let's, uh, let's right. get into the Pop-Tarts. Right. right. You know, we'll and deal. He's, he's male, so it should be easier for him to lose weight. I know that sounds silly, but uh, women, it's just harder. Um, so uh, she needs to sit down and have a talk with him and, and say something's wrong. You know, um, yeah. let's, let's, let's see what we can do to get you feeling better inside and out. Oh, thank yeah, you. Know. Thank you for the empathy. You thank you. Bye. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Do stuff and uh, yeah. lock it up. You got to lock up the. You got to lock up the little Debbies, man. Yeah, you gotta cut, got to cut. He's got. He's got to stay out of Quick Trip. And I've never. I've <laughs> never tried all. to. <laughs> uh, 
D enthusiast, someone mm-hmm. from going to Quick Trip, he's got to stay out of Quick Trip. Yeah. Because so you know what you know how Quick Trip gets you right when you walk in. What's the first thing you see? The hot spot. A giant steaming pizza pie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pork rib sandwich. They need a back door for fat people at Quick Trip. They do. Where there where there's bananas. You know, you know the doors a little extra wider. There's bananas and 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 good things for you. An orange. There's good options. You just gotta. <laughs> dude, you can't get past. You just gotta pick the. The best thing, dude. All right. Uh, well, hey, good luck. Uh, I I feel you, man. I hear you. It's, yeah, I've awesome. I've been yeah. there and it sucks. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke that skin wagon says you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO. A uh, thirty-six-year-old dude wearing a wig. And disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair, threw a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa. Oh! Now we all know, right? The Mona Lisa is at Louvre. I would always. I was is it the Louvre? The, it's the Louvre Museum. Um, there's glass protecting it, so it's not like it got on the actual painting. They it just got on the protective glass. They didn't used to do that. They would always just hang that stuff right out in open air. I always wondered about it. And then guys would run into the museum and just run out with it. <laughs> I think there would be something uh, like a like a laser or something, like force field around or something like that. So many lasers at the museum. A little alarm goes off. I know. That always blows my mind, too. Like um, when we went down to the Chicago uh, Art Institute, whatever. And to be standing, like you're looking at a Van Gogh, and you're standing. Yeah. Doesn't it make you nervous? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, this, this is how far he was standing from it when he painted. Like, how crazy is that? And I can just be right there by it. I know. I always thought that was, like, shouldn't we be protecting this? What if I sneeze? Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Chunks so- of Domino's pizza. <laughs> Uh, look at this. <laughs> look at the uh, uh, surrealism. Oh, wait, that's pepperoni. <laughs> uh, I didn't know Dolly had texture in his artwork. It's unbelievable. Um, so anyway, the fella in the wig uh, was shouting about how people need to think of planet Earth. Ah, oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, uh, they, they hauled per- him off to per- the... Performance artist. The psych unit. Here we go. Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa. <laughs> I didn't even know there were three songs with the Mona Lisa uh, uh, referenced in it. My, me either. Wasn't there a band called Mona Lisa? I don't know. I thought there was. So, yeah, the, it's at the Louvre, right? This is a big, yeah. big thing. But yeah. it's behind glass. Thank God. Totally. I didn't even think that Mona... Uh, yeah, they're, Mona Lisa was a French prog rock band active in the 70s. There we go. Interesting. Um, yeah, whatever. He wants to make sure we think about planet Earth. Okay. I didn't think the Mona Lisa's that interesting. You know, I'm such an art snob. I like the thing with the little blue swirly sky. Who's that? It's Van Gogh, Starry, Starry Night. Dude. Mm-hmm. Boom. So famous, I can't even remember the guy. Uh, yeah, I, I love Van Gogh. I'm, it's just a thing. I'm more of a Van Gogh snob. <laughs> <laughs> 
The chair is one of my favorites, oddly enough. I mean, she look, Mona Lisa just looks... Uh, who was Mona Lisa, by the way? Well, that's uh, up for we, debate. We, we don't know. That's up for debate. Some a, people... a common peasant wife. Um, That's a little... Painted by a common peasant man at the beginning. The subject of the painting is believed to be Lisa Garadini. She was the wife of a wealthy silk merchant from Florence. Historians believe uh, that the husband commissioned the painting for their new home to celebrate the birth of their second son. Oh. Now, I thought other people were saying that it was loosely based on da Vinci himself. Whatever. It is the best known, most visited, most written about, most sung about, and most parodied work of art in the world. Ah, uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I who know. doesn't know what the Mona Lisa I like uh, big uh, statues with big tits. Okay. Those are my favorites. Like the old, like the old days. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> What museum do you go to? Well, no, I just see them. I mean, they're Rome, you know. Sometimes I'll take a virtual tour of Rome yeah. and look at statues with big tits. Yeah, the, the whole section of the museum called like Big Titty Bitches. Big vintage stone boobs. Vintage tits. Kind of my thing. Yeah. The Venus of Rome, to be specific. I mean, if you really want me to. You really are an art snob. Track this I stuff down, I will. tell. Hey, are you thinking of Easter Island? Those big rocks? They got huge tits. No, dummy. Uh, uh, oh, I, I, I'm always shocked when there's a painting, and these things sell for like $150 million every time they go under the hammer, or there's not guys with guns standing there. That's incredible to me. I know. There's one of one. Yeah, and, they and it's some, just hanging out. They let some dope with a donut walk up to it, and he, he's like, hey. <laughs> I know. Uh... Well, and then like when you start reading about you know the the counterfeits and sure. the um, the dirty underbelly of the I, art world, they should charge. Well, they do charge. I'm sure the Louvre charges, but there ought to be a refundable deposit that goes on your credit card to cover the cost. It's a five thousand dollar incidental charge. Five thousand dollars <laughs> just to clean the glass that the Mona Lisa's covered. Surrounded by, and if you get through the museum without you know, touching anything, yes, you get your money back. Yeah, you get your money comes off your card. <laughs> Incidental. Uh, it is something. Five thousand dollars probably wouldn't cover the paint that's on the frame of the Mona Lisa. So there is a it probably wouldn't cover the the staples that hold the Mona Lisa canvas to the frame. <laughs> uh, there is a Van Gogh exhibit, by the way. In Madison, that's going on. It's an immersive Van Gogh. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Google uh, big lesbian naked statues. Okay. Big lesbian naked statues. Oh, yeah, man. They were like <laughs> topless back in the day and just... Psh, psh. Psh. Um, I got nothing, but I... I oh, maybe I was imagining that. I think, I think you might have been. Okay. Oh, look. Oh, my God, look. Oh, yeah, that's not at the Louvre. That's, uh, that's not at the Louvre. That's on uh, Pornhub, but that's not at the Louvre. Yeah. 
for six hundred dollars, that statue could be yours. I'd like to throw some cake on that if you ever said it makes its own icing. Oh, damn! That bride is like levitating. They'll probably take a picture of uh, art. Is so strange to me. They'll take a picture of the cake on the glass, protecting the Mona Lisa, and sell prints for ten thousand dollars. Cake on Mona Lisa. Yeah, they're gonna call it cake on Mona Lisa. Sell it for ten thousand dollars. Art is very, it's very, the, the Warhol factor is, mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, man. Turns out, uh, what, what did I Google? Hold on. My well, he got his press. He got his press. Big lesbian naked statues. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, not a thing, I guess. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. <laughs> Johnny and D, JJO. Yeah, you're leaving the jet plane and going to jail. I got great news. I have great news. And there's not been a lot of great news lately, but no. I've got great news. You really got to dig for it. The lady that punched out the flight attendant on the flight to San Diego. You remember this crazy? Oh, yeah. Business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. California woman who punched a Southwest Airline flight attendant in the face during the fi- uh, flight broke her teeth. Mm-hmm. Cutter uh, above the eye has been sentenced to 15 months in a federal prison. Yeah. Should be longer, but okay. Crazy okay. people got to go to jail. You are not going to enjoy prison. Viviana Quinones, uh ordered uh, by a federal judge, San Diego, to pay $26,000 and is going to jail for 15 months. You? Prohibited from flying for three years while she's on supervised release and must participate in anger management class or counselor. <laughs> Quinn is, uh last year pleaded guilty to one count of interference um, with flight crew members and attendants admitting she punched a flight attendant in the face. She was throwing haymakers. And it was a mask. Uh, mm-hmm. She was saying, uh, the flight attendant was saying, put your mask on and just stay in your seat. That's all you get to do. So easy. And she got up and went uh, toe-to-toe with a flight attendant. And then a passenger, a very tall man, Got in between them and put her back in her seat. Not before, and then the flight attendant, you can see her on the video. I'm glad they got video of it. Heck yeah. I don't know. I assume, uh, I'm shocked there isn't video surveillance on airplane, on commercial planes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm shocked there's not, you know, like you walk into a bank. Right. You would have surveillance everywhere. Um, uh, uh, closed fist grabbed her hair. Neither she or her attorney could be reached for comment. Uh, during the flight's final descent, the tenant asked Quinones to buckle her seatbelt, get in her seat, stow her tray table, and put on her face mask. You know the stuff we we all do because we're little trained monkeys and we want to get to our tropical just, destination. Just want right. to get to vacation. Instead, Quinones began recording the attendant on her cell phone, pushed her, then stood up and threw haymakers in the face and grabbed her hair before a passenger intervened. <laughs> ha! Uh, but a passenger... That had to be so crazy because, like, when stuff like that happens, it's hard not to just sit there and watch and be like, what am I watching? I would have cold cocked her. I oh, would have I would have given her the people's elbow. Right to the right Atta to the nose. Uh the flight attendant suffered three chipped teeth, two of which needed crowns and a cut under her left eye that had to be stitched. <laughs> you know who's in charge of airplanes, people? I know we have to go over this from time to time so you don't so you don't forget. Who's in charge of airplanes? You know who's in charge. It ain't the flight attendant. It's not the pilot. They're called the FBI. They're in charge of airplanes. 
The FBI special agent uh, Stacy Moy said to send, she sent a very strong message. The FBI will vigorously pursue anyone who assaults or interferes. I want to help fly. Hold my cocktail. I'm going to go up and help fly. Uh, Airlines 2021 reported more than 5,000 incidents of unruly passengers to the FAA. To the fu- most were passengers uh, refusing to allow uh, follow the federal requirement for passengers to wear face masks. It was most of them. You know, just trying to keep you up healthy while we got to your, yeah. while that that pandemic and whatnot was on. <laughs> uh, I don't know why they get to fly in three years. No, you should never get to fly the, again. The lifetime ban is is worse than putting her in prison because now she's got to take a bus. That to me is a much and there's no buses going to the Dominican Republic. Is last time I checked. No, no. Nope. And I'd report her. You've got to have an asshole. Uh, a travel list and and just put all of these people on them. For sure. And ban them from a cruise? Keep them off the Amtrak? You don't get to do anything fun. It's the no fun list. That's right. The dude. NFL, the no fun li- mm-hmm. league, dude. You're in the no fun league now. Mm-hmm. If you get caught having fun, you just get slapped. <laughs> the consolation prize is Greyhound for the rest of your life. <laughs> Where it takes you four days to get from Philadelphia to Madison. I broke my probation one last time, but I don't think they'll come after an old fogey like me. I just want to see my friend in Mexico. That's all I want to say. Like, I brought the chessboard. Greyhound, go to Mexico. So, uh, keep punching, man. <laughs> just keep swinging. You're going to get knocked out, and then you're never going to fly again. It's just so easy to. And they were so close. Sit there. They were landing. I know. You were five minutes away <laughs> from freedom. I know. I'm going to knock out everybody on the airplane. <laughs> Man. Uh, so much anger. I, I love that uh, the greatest deterrent are just people that are also five minutes away from their tropical destination. And they are tired of your crap. And, and, and uh, will will not participate in your stupid antics. I love it. Me too. Yeah, I mean, it, you're so close. And then some assholes just... She said, I'm gonna go break, I'm gonna go to jail as a plan to break out the other insurrectionists. I'm gonna break, we're gonna dig a tunnel. We're gonna get out of there because we didn't do anything in January. See, we're gonna break out. Oh, get us some pickle mountain dew. We're gonna hang out together. Start a cult. Start a we, cult. We're gonna take back the government. Oh no. One pickle mountain dew at a time. Why do you gotta do that? <laughs> You're agitating people. Uh no. <laughs> uh so uh you It's really not that hard to act appropriately. It's hard to verbalize just how easy it is. (laughs) You just get along. (laughs) You know? I mean, I get it. Booze, maybe a sedative. I I understand it. But it's it's not going to matter. No. Uh, and that poor lady just going to work. By the way, not only is that $26,000 restitution, that's an $8,000 fine. That's on top of the restitution. I assume to put well, her face back together. Yeah. Does this broad have a job, though? I mean, you can have that judgment against you all you want, then, but if she way, ain't got money. That was her it. first offense. <laughs> all right, lady. Let's talk about your decision making.
the customer is never right on an airplane. Ever. <laughs> now, the, the guy that stood up, very large man. I mean, he was a giant. If you've seen the video, huge man. As soon as somebody got in her face, she sat her little stupid face down oh, and, yeah. and complied while the plane landed. You know? Uh, so, and I get it. People don't want to get involved, but I'm sorry. I, I can't sit there and watch a flight attendant get pummeled. Right. This lady just brought me snacks. Well, Why are you hitting her? Well, I'm glad they started. I'm glad there was a shot over the bow for these other idiots right. that want to not let me get to where I'm I'm very selfish when I fly. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I know. And that was like on the way to Vegas. I was like, just have everybody be cool. We paid five grand for this all inclusive. I'd rather not have to pay for a drink on this stupid airplane. Can we just get there and get a dirty banana? You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Mountain Dew had out uh, the flaming Hot Cheeto Mountain Dew and the Funyun Mountain Dew and all that stuff, you know? Um, so their latest concoction is apparently a pickle-flavored Mountain Dew. Mm. Yeah, no, ow, what? No, no. Uh, not a whole lot of deets on this yet, other than it's supposedly a sour, sweet compliment to Southern barbecue. Oh, wow. It doesn't sound horrible to me. <laughs> I mean, sour and sweet, Sure. I guess. Um, it's one of several new flavors that are being tested at Mountain Dew's new outpost in the backwoods of Tennessee. No. So it's not widely available yet, but it could be if it's popular in the testing phase, right? Uh, other Mountain Dew flavors being tested are apple cinnamon, elderberry, huckleberry, and s'mores. What is happening? Just... If you do, uh, I was watching a video of a guy, they... Uh, putting JMO in pickle jars, they would ha empty half the pickle juice and then pour in JMO. So it's half JMO, half. So you got drunkles. I just made that. Oh, up, and but... then you put the pick. The pickles are still in there. Yeah, pickles oh, stay okay. in there. Then oh, you got okay. uh, which would neutral. Well, if you do a shot of of JMO and uh, is that called a pickleback? It is. Look yeah, it's you a wanna... pickleback. Oh, look at you. You know, drunk at 8 o'clock in the morning. Hey. You're thinking about getting drunk at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so you you chase your JMO with, and it's a neutralizer. It's I think I learned that in New York when we were out there. A pickleback. Oh, yeah. We were doing the pickleback thing in Sturgis. That's like a really horrible nickelback cover band. Pickleback. I would actually go see pickleback. Pickleback. Um, Never made it as a pickle. All their songs are about cucumbers exactly. and pickles. I love that. Oh, Proudly and gladly. Okay, so... Uh, I saw great pics of Royal Bliss at uh, Broadfest this weekend. Yeah. It's like they destroyed it. Totally. Love it. Um, so I love this clip so much because it just goes to show that everybody screws up. Everybody makes mistakes. doesn't matter how amazing you are at your job or at life in general, you're still going to stumble. And the best thing you can do is laugh it off. So Kirk Hammett uh, messed up the beginning of Nothing Else Matters uh, over the weekend.
they were playing the Boston Calling Festival, and uh, it was it was pretty silly afterwards. And then he just melts down to the stage. He just lays down. So and Rob Trujillo comes over and fans him off. <laughs> Sorry, guys. are so kick-ass. I got distracted by how kick-ass. <laughs> and then he tries it again. I love it. That was really funny. <laughs> that was really, really funny. There should, he should have just kept going and then put that riff in later in the song solo <laughs> isn't that incredible oh, he goes, i mean he must have played that riff how many times right. in his life and then five years from now he can go all right we're gonna relive a very famous moment in metallica <laughs> he just, history he just melts to the stage he's like i give up <laughs> play that one more time okay. that's really funny this is what a guitar would sound like if i tried to play right. guitar See, nobody's perfect, man. I know. Not even Metallica. I know. That so is amazing. Outstanding. Totally. It I'm made so, my day. I'm really glad he was cool about it. Oh, totally. And what are you gonna do? What are you gonna run off stage? Well, what and you, like everybody knows you screwed up, <laughs> right? Like, oh, he owned it. <laughs> yep. You have to. You have to at that point. But yeah. Oh, see how hard guitar is, kids. <laughs> so that should show you. Uh, that should be a learning moment right there that not even Kurt can get it right every time. That's right. Practice, practice. And that guy's, how many times has he played that riff? A million. A million. More than a million times. <laughs> you know? It's incredible. I wonder what he was thinking of. How much money he has? What do you think? What do you think he was? <laughs> was there a hot chick with tits in the front row? What happened? Maybe he was thinking about the. Did a chord break? The, the, or a string break? No. He just. It was just a disconnect between the brain and the fingers, I suppose. I don't know. Everybody favorite, screws up. It would have been funny if uh, he would have smashed his guitar. Right. Like one into... <laughs> oh, that is... I don't... Normally, uh, any band I would feel sorry for or would make me hate them more, I don't know, depending on what band it is. Right. That makes me love Metallica a billion times more than I love I them before. Oh, my God. So, when we were driving home, Avery goes... Hey, like, so were you alive when some of these Metallica records came out? And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. I was around when they came out. Thank you. I'm like, I remember the Black Album and blah, 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 blah. He's like, that's really cool. I didn't, I just, I didn't know if you were around for that or whatever. <laughs> what? Oh, that makes me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> I was born the year of the Black Album. <laughs> Shut up. I was on my fifth radio station by then <laughs> because I kept playing the Black Album <laughs> when I wasn't supposed to. Were you alive for that? Uh, oh, that's funny. Yes, you little jerk. I was, son. <laughs> and this is why one weird... Now, how old were you when the Black Album came out? That would have been uh, 80... Uh, uh... Now, well, now I got to think. Yeah, I mean, I was young because I remember my sisters were listening to it non Well, yours the Black Album. I'm 90s. <clears throat> Am I off? 
Late 80s. 91. 91. There you go. Okay. I knew it was right there right there at the bridge. Yeah. So it was 10. <laughs> and you were jamming the Black Album. Well, God, I, God had a mission for you. We had, Well, I, I was forced to because we all shared a room. So whatever they were listening to, I was listening to. So your sister was but listening it, to the Black Album? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Wish I... Oh. Uh, did you like it? Oh, yeah. Do you remember liking it? Totally. Oh. Totally. Loved it. And that's how I think yeah, it, Foreigner and the Cars and all that stuff. You guys got up and acapella and her Sandman? No, we were not that close. <laughs> I would not want to start. My, my version of that would have been my older sister listening to Prince and Ario Speedwagon. There you go. And uh, Steve Winwood. I don't know if I know Steve. To be in traffic. When you see a chance, take it. I'm lucky. I experimented with music. I'd be somewhere playing Steve Winwood and Ario Speedwagon. I mean, I appreciate them for what they are. But right. But it was drilled into my brain. Uh, Toto. <laughs> PTSD happening over uh, there. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think uh, Metallica was a thing when my sister was jamming out to yeah. Ario Speedwagon. But do you remember the first time you listened to Metallica? Uh, yeah, probably eighty. Uh, <clears throat> when I started getting into it, I don't like kill them all. I, yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, I worked for a radio station. My boss was a huge Metallica fan. It was a top forty station. We didn't even have a rock station, but he was a huge Metallica fan. So that's probably where I got my, yeah. I earned my, my stirrups. Yeah, totally. I I learned so much about Metallica when I started working here. Because, like, I really only knew the the Black Album and whatever. I was more into punk rock, so Blake Patton schooled me on some Metallica. Mm. Yeah, my roots in school were, uh, as far as weird music, <laughs> when I didn't know my ass from, you know, uh, Anybody in music uh, was uh, Sabbath. Yeah, sure. And Genesis, you know, the guys in our class that would smoke a lot of weed and listen to this weird music. My people. What is that scary stuff? You guys are total potheads, man. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. I'm going to run this by you. Uh, we, this has happened before, but uh, here you go. How much would it take for you to move to West Virginia? <laughs> Game over, man. Uh, uh, she drives around West Virginia. Well, uh, it, it's it's really pretty down there. I know it's beautiful. If I get free property, yes. Well, no, but I have cash. Would twenty thousand dollars get you to move to West Virginia? No. The program is called Ascend West Virginia. Or never be heard from again, West Virginia. <laughs> Watch your butthole, West Virginia. Watch your butthole, West Virginia. Wants to uh, use the state's natural beauty and a little cash to make it the remote work destination so everybody can work from home. Nobody wants to go get bullied at the office anymore. Could West Virginia be the next remote work capital of the United States? Yes or no? No. You get free inner tube ride down the down the West Virginia River. Gets free moonshine. New program aims to use the state's natural resources and uh, cash to bring workers to a place people want nothing to do with. For real though. 
Uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. Um, uh, who's this dude? It's uh, Danny Twilly. He related a guy that had to drop his pants, had pretty mouth. We met Twilly inside a co-working space on West Virginia University's uh, campus. He explained where the numbers bear out for the last several censuses. Uh, the exodus of residents led to it losing a congressional seat. We've lost our best and brightest. When people have a slightly, uh, highly desirable skill, highly educated, gone. How do we, uh, as they put it, plug the bathtub and then refill it? That just sounds like a bunch of unwanted what pubes. What is that a West Virginia saying? What the hell is that? <laughs> do not plug my bathtub. No, dude. Listen. Take it out of the bathroom. My uh, uh, remote working, not a new concept. Bend, Oregon, middle of nowhere, has the highest per capita remote workers in the country. That's because there's 32 uh, brewer, micro breweries. Okay, are we really comparing West Virginia to Bend, Oregon? It's an outdoor playground. We got the whole state because everybody left. This is where the idea of a send West Virginia pregnant would attract remote workers because of the lifestyle. Uh, mm, yeah. Mm. Program offers you a total of 20000 through the program. Those remote workers would initially get 10000 cash. Okay. 10,000 cash. I assume you have to sign a lease. You have to prove. And move to one of the three pilot areas, Lewisburg, Shepherdstown, or Morgantown. The place where fun goes to die. Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Then you get 2,000 the second year, calendar year. Uh, We provide a recreation package. That's where the other 10,000 comes from. You get, or, or I'm sorry, 8000 comes from. You get $8,000 in vouchers to go do free stuff all over the state of West Virginia. So like a... Uh, like what? Well, skiing is one. I have skied in West Virginia. Uh, that portion of the package valued at $8,000. We're trying to leverage our outdoor assets. Yeah! And yeah, the best place to live. $10,000 cash. $10,000 cash. I don't think it's enough. Man, it is beautiful there, though. It's gorgeous there, dude. Don't even. I'm not. It's beautiful. I'm not. Get up in the mountains. Get a loxy cotton. Everything works. You, you won't even remember. Why where you, you do that? You don't remember how miserable you live in. You get a loxy cotton in you. No, it's a beautiful place. Oh You'd love God. it. Drive through there sometime. It is the it is the opposite incredible. of it is the opposite of South Dakota. <laughs> in the middle of South oh, Dakota. Right. You love it. You love it. Oh wow! But but it's it's West Virginia. I don't know. The Mothman Museum. <laughs> cool. If I was tax free, thirty thousand a thirty thousand a year tax free for five years. But see, I can't do my job remote. I don't think I'd be allowed to do my job remotely. Right. Sitting on my porch, doing laundry by hand. I yeah. Think, I don't think I'm allowed to do that. I don't think so either. If I, if I was, uh, you know, uh, uh, in accounting or processing uh, claims for 30000 a year tax-free, yeah. I would move there for five years. Minimum. <sighs> Got to be 30 a year, minimum five years. I would do it. Is there? So we're adding zeros. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's a lot of crime or well you think 
the first thing you think about is addiction. Oh, yeah, for sure. And not a lot of help mm-hmm. and sadness. Just like a lot of poverty. Right. The wonderful whites of West Virginia is what I always think about. The wonderful whites? Mm-hmm. The white family. It's a documentary that everybody should watch. Well, notice they aren't sending you to Charleston, which is a great town. Uh, I bought some skis in Charleston. You know, they don't have any problem with people going there. Right. That's they, Which they should focus more on because it's actually a fun town. Right. They've got nightlife. They're trying to expand it. There's so. ice cream in Charleston. They right. It'd probably... be like sending people to Rhinelander. Exactly. Thank you. Right. But uh, I don't know if they're going to get people out in the middle of the boondocks. Did you hear? It's not even twenty thousand cash. It's it's in coupons. Right, they're like it's like a water ten thousand dollar in subway gift cards. Like, no, I don't. Want, I don't want a voucher to a water park. No, I'll take cash. Exactly. Um. So there was a woman in West Virginia fatally shot a man who began firing an AR-15 style rifle into a crowd of people that had gathered for a party. Dennis Butler, 37, killed Wednesday night after he pulled out the rifle and began shooting at dozens of people, attending the birthday graduation party outside an apartment complex in Charleston. The woman who was at the party drew a pistol and fired. Whoa. Killed him. Nobody at the party was injured. What about 20000 a month? Yes. <laughs> I'm in. For three years. I'm in. Where'd Beyonce go? Never heard from her again. She packed up, she packed up uh, every dog. Snuck out in the middle of the night. Why are you talking like that? I don't know, but this is what I imagine I hear in the middle of the night. Weird. Walking through a park is what I hear right here. <laughs> hey, boy, you ain't from around here, are you? See, look, at they've got an image problem. Clearly. <laughs> I'm doing impressions of things that don't even exist, and they have an image problem. <laughs> And I've been there, and I, I never, and I never even. Heard I've those never words. been there, but I have a whole thing yeah. playing out in my head. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. North Dakota did something like that too. Uh, if you stayed after you graduated from the university, well, sure, I can see that you got. You, yeah, I've already got a hook in them. They, they're born there. If you're from there, you probably got a better chance. But I mean, dude, if you're a telemarketer making six figures a year, you ain't going to draw anybody to West Virginia. You can work anywhere in the world. Right. It ain't going to be. Morgantown. <laughs> we got out of parts. We got a church. We got a couple bars. Yeah, I don't know. How are they with the in a, in drinking a, in the gays? Oh, dude. I don't know. I'm just going to ask Google does West Virginia like gays? <laughs> no, it's 40000 a month. <laughs> uh. Man, you could charge people to take a picture with you. He's the oh, first lesbian. He's the first lesbian in West Virginia. You see that lesbian moving? <laughs> Got pretty mouth. Sure do curse a lot, though. <laughs> she angry all the time. Well, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of rights happening. All right, yeah, we're gonna man. keep you right here. Okay. We gotta keep. <laughs> I hadn't even factored that in. Oh no. I always forget about it, too. They'll be coming, at you, like, with, oh. they'll be coming at you with pitchforks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She's a witch. A lesbian witch. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday 
6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.